This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create. Whether it's music analysts, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, possibly a bad breakup or loss of a loved one? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours, and this is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise which may not be available locally in many areas, and the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists if you need. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read through the testimonials that are posted daily. www.betterhelp.com reviews. There's no shame in reaching out for help, so please visit betterhelp.com slash wide open. That's better, H-E-L-P and join the over 2 million people that have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. A special offer for Life Wide Open podcast listeners, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com backslash wide open. All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. We took a little one-week hiatus, which probably didn't do us uh, too many favors because we're trying to stay consistent with it. So if you guys are watching this, uh, we just ask that you turn the notification bell on so you know when we post. And uh, we're going to try and continue on the schedule of doing one a week. Seems like you guys are really liking the pod, so we appreciate that. Yeah, this one should be a should be a good one. We'll get into it, but we got CJ in the hot seat. If you guys saw the title and thumbnail, we're going to base this podcast around the mind of CJ and everything that is which I'm extremely intrigued to see what we get into because I, I personally have a lot of questions and um, you guys will get a good backstory on like 
everything that is today from the root of where it all started. So should be entertaining. But how you guys doing? I'm doing pretty well. You don't look too good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> the gallon of water? Is well, that I a sign? Drink a gallon of water. Yeah, you, everyone drinking a gallon of water looks bad, obviously. <laughs> well, I like to be hydrated normally. Well, pretty much always. You feeling yeah. good though? You yeah. didn't get in. You didn't get into it last night. I feel great. You didn't. You, ask, you, you didn't answer my. Question. I was like, I got into it last night and feel good. Yeah, I did. I did get into it last night though. But yeah, Ben hung out with his girlfriend. I went. I worked out. I worked out last night. Well, you need it, and I then I do need it. <laughs> <laughs> I, bro, it was in the last video. I was like, damn, I got a gut. So then I went and worked out. Deleted was, the gut. Deleted the gut. <laughs> it's all done. One workout. I'm good. And then I went to bed. Smart man. Good, good Smart for man. you, Ryan. I almost went and joined you, but instead I was like, I'm hungry. And then one game of darts turned into a blackout. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were trying we to get pass, to. We, can, we don't need to talk about we'll that. We'll brush over that. We'll yeah. brush over that. So last time we were sitting on the podcast, we had Evan on. And things got a little weird. Some of us were sleep deprived. Some of us were hammered. <laughs> and uh, we ended it with CJ saying to Evan, have fun on your trip. If you break the dirt bike or if you total the dirt bike out, it's fine. Yeah. And I think Evan literally took that to heart because I don't know if that was his mission, but it seemed like it. If you guys saw the video, Evan looped out twice. He ended up putting the bike up on this hill and we kind of showcased it. But like it was seriously one quick little slide away from like totaling the entire bike out. You couldn't even stand on the hill. You and it was a rental bike. Yeah. Did you guys have insurance? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have pushed it down. We the issue, it. We the issue is it. we were with the owner. Yeah, oh. so we were with like the owner of the was resort. He yes, <laughs> yes, he was tripping, and you know who was tripping even harder? Evan, dude. Why? Well, he was afraid of heights. He was afraid of heights. Oh. He's afraid of heights, and this was like I shit you not the steepest hill I've ever been on, and it, dude, it was so sketchy. It was so incredibly sketchy. Evan didn't even like help up on the hill because he was. Like trying to claw into the dirt because every time he looked down, he'd get so scared. Evan, yeah. fearless Evan, dude. I've seen that guy do things that no human should do on a dirt bike. And yeah. he's scared of heights. I mean, I wasn't there, obviously, but just like knowing how things get like portrayed after, the, like on camera, it looks steep on camera, which is saying how steep it was in real life because it's always like looks so not steep on camera. It was just steep and or like not steep enough i guess um for rocks to still be able to like hold themselves on the hill but it had to have been uh, what 55 degrees yeah yeah well ryan was trying to climb up to us and i we were trying to climb down to the bike into evan and every time you take a step it would just spit up a bunch of rocks and hit ryan (laughs) down below dude whoever was down it was literally terrifying Evan was like dude uh, this is a rental like i don't want to destroy it and we're like dude don't worry about it We'd prefer if you didn't, but, like, this is such good content. It is so entertaining. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the video turned out as a as a banger. You guys will see the other part of it. We went to our friends, uh, Grindhard Plumbing Co. Uh, that was fun. Ethan and Edwin. Yeah. Basically, if you guys aren't familiar with them, they build, like, the craziest, craziest toys. Like, basically anything from off-road Teslas to baby Barbie Jeeps, like the the... Uh, little electric ones they'll put like 450 motors in it and so we showed up we showed up to this uh their place in the middle of idaho like in the middle of nowhere like we thought we lived in the middle they are out there yeah seriously out there i don't even think they had like service or wi-fi 
Well, they had Wi-Fi, obviously. They <laughs> upload YouTube videos. But, dude, seriously, middle of nowhere. So we show up, and it's like when people come to our shop and we give them a tour, like, we're just so excited to share, you know, like, our life with people and, and like, all these toys that we built and, and all these things that we're proud of, right? And just, like, share the excitement with people. That was them to us. And they had so many cool builds that we were just, like, literally running around for, like, three hours straight. And they were like, all right, check this out. Hop in it. So then they put zip lines across all these trees, right? Or, like, from one tree house to this, just basically to this tree above their house. And then they have a few other zip lines across a creek. And we were up on this super steep hill with Evan. And that was scary. But it was way scarier zip lining because I'm like, well, so what do you do? You just, they take out this sketchy, like, welded bar metal bar that they had with like no grip and it's raining and it's dark and they're like yep just zip zip across the to the creek other side and put your feet up because you'll hit the tree pretty fast and you man if you fell this this one was attached to ethan's house so one anchor point was ethan's house and then the other one on the other side of this massive ravine like at the highest point was probably what 50 feet 40 yeah it was a big drop yeah, if you fell, you'd break your legs for sure. <laughs> and um, and they just like, yeah, just go across. Dude, just hold on. That's when I think I looked at, at uh, Edwin and I was like, dude, you guys are nuts. Yeah. This is crazy. People look at us like, man, you, the things you guys do are so reckless. But I was like, I feel like I'm that guy watching you guys right now. Like, you need to be careful. Yeah, so we left there with quite an adrenaline rush. Yeah, it was cool. That was fun. Besides for, I got, me and Micah got, I don't know, uh, well, no. you can say it. Basically, say it. we when we were ziplining to add to the chaos, uh, Ethan's dog like tries to attack you. He doesn't like <laughs> he people doesn't ziplining. Like, yeah, it was super weird because I have a video of it. But I was like, "Hey, Bjorn, can Ben zipline?" Because he's like sitting there barking at him, and then Ben goes and he literally like jumps and tries to like attack him. Not <laughs> it's like like this to furry him, little dog too. It's a bear looking thing. Yeah, he bit you. Yeah, bites me. Drew blood. I was pretty worried. Yeah. That's when I decided I didn't want to zip line. <laughs> I was like, I'm good. Well, it seriously, hurt when like, he bit you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never been bitten by like a full size dog. I can't imagine it feels good. Dude, because those teeth. Yeah. They're just no, hard. it didn't feel good at all. It's like it, a gnarly bite mark, too. It's on your guys' thigh. Obviously, I don't know if you can show it on camera, but I didn't really think much of it until I got home and my mom was like, You could have rabies. I was like, is that bad? She was like, you can't get rid of rabies. Like, there's, like, no treatment, or maybe there is, oh, but it's like that. it sticks with you. It's like Lyme's disease. Jeez. And I was like, oh, shit. I, I didn't know rabies was an <laughs> STD, bro. Like, well, it's obviously not. Is, you think Lyme's disease is an STD? No, but, like, I didn't know you couldn't get rid of it. I didn't know it was, like, a, Any disease you can't get rid of is an STD. STD. <laughs> Actually? No. <laughs> oh. I didn't know the right term. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I know what you were trying to say. But, yeah, I didn't know that. Rabies stick with, like, your whole life, huh? No treatment. I don't know. So I was tweaking a little bit for a couple days there, but Edwin was like, "Oh no, it's got its shots and everything. You're good." I was like, "All right." Were they were they apologetic when you when the dog bit or? No, Ethan. Evil laughs like, "Oh, Bjorn." Well, I mean, granted, he didn't I, I, he didn't bite you super hard where you like need to go oh, to the hospital really? or anything, but I was more worried about him making Ben fall off. Yeah, because I was in the middle of, like, or I, I was uh, at cruising. the beginning of the zip line just before, like, the cliff or the drop-off. So then I get to the other side, right? And Bjorn, while I was going, <laughs> he was like, I'm hunting this guy down, right? <laughs> so he is trucking through the ravine, and I get to the tree, and I, 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 I like, take my hands off, and I'm standing there. And Bjorn's just, oh, like, coming 
barreling up this hill and I'm like shitting my pants. I'm just standing there like ready to honestly I was ready to just punt this thing. Because I was like, dude, he's coming in for seconds. He's coming in to finish the job, right? So he comes up like full speed, jumps at me, and then just was like back to being like a playful dog. And I was like, Oh god. And that, then you had to hook up to you have to like unhook. Scared, dude. Yeah. Oh, I was terrified. Hook up to the other yeah. zip line to zip line back across. And yeah. You have to do I it was all like, over Oh again. god, here we go again. <laughs> Yeah, oh, man, and then that's... and then Mike went and he did the same thing to Mike. So I yeah. was like, well, at least it's not personal. <laughs> it was that's weird so though. It's just it's only ziplining. Just you the nicest dog. Yeah, I think we do okay, actually. Good. Yeah, that's hilarious. We got some footage. I don't, yeah. yeah. All right, CJ, how's it feel over there? Honestly, pretty good. I might move my spot over here. This is kind of nice. I like, I like it. I like this too. side better. Mm-hmm. I'm, I think I'm gonna stay here from now on. This spot does actually feel pretty nice. Yeah, like I'm gonna this. be sitting there huh? next time. What do you mean? What? <laughs> just kidding. You were like, what? what? <laughs> this is the CJ hot seat. You know, we want to make you feel comfortable. Ken, bring in the, bring in the drinks. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. Okay. Two so minutes. I was going to say. Didn't you C- prep? So CJ, I have never truly seen you. Whenever you're drinking a beer mosa, you're in just a chipper mood. It's, it's like almost comical. Like if you have a beer mosa in your hand, you're like, ah, just beer and OJ, you know? Okay. I'm. I feel like the king of the world right now. Like, I think I'm just happy because normally if I'm drinking a beer most, that means I don't have to do like that much like important stuff that day. So it's like a day off. Yeah, there's something nice you know? about that. Starting the day off, just like man, this is a chill day. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, we're, I always have something I need to do, but like it's something that it's not necessarily super important. I honestly, I wasn't planning on drinking for this. <laughs> Too oh, bad. I. I mean, I guess I'll have one, but I'm just saying. I don't know. I just want to be on. If my you don't A-game. want to, you, we don't have to. No, I still will. Okay. Well, what the fuck? Why is this such a big deal? What's going on? We, with didn't, we didn't mean for Just it to be a big the, deal. You're the guy who loves beer most. I know, but like, what's deal. this thing? Like, Ken had to leave the other room. Well, like, man, bro, CJ isn't even in this hot seat yet. He's already nervous. <laughs> we haven't even done anything. He's gonna like come out with a paintball gun or something. I don't That'd know. That'd be great. Can That'd you imagine? Fun. Yeah. Just shoot. <laughs> Ken shooting, I would need like eye would, protection. I would need to get honestly. Tint and Mark over there would have to be ready because who knows where those things are going? Might hold the gun wrong. I don't know. I actually don't know why he went in the other. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a little curious myself. It's just a big build up for a beer most that's all. But yeah. We don't well, it was supposed to be like Ken bring in the drinks and then yeah. he would bring in the That'd drinks. Be so be like, yeah. You love beer mosas. I do oh. love beer mosas. Thank you guys. Ken, you're kinda of supposed to have them prepped in. <laughs> yeah. <well. laughs> the fuck have you been doing back <laughs> I give, there? I give we Ken can just, just one them. instruction. Hey Ken, can you just prep some beer mosas for us? That is true though. I do like beer mosas. <laughs> 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 CJ's getting excited thinking about it. The uh, anticipation's I've, building I've up. I've turned a lot of people on. You really have, I'm not gonna lie. What comes to mind when you picture the perfect roommate? One who comes when you call, one who doesn't forget to lock the doors, maybe one who doesn't steal your milk just a little bit at a time, hoping that you won't notice. At Apartments.com, they understand that when it comes to roommates, a pet can be your best bet. They're easygoing, they eat what you serve them, and they never clog the toilet. And that's why Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. And with instant alerts, you'll know the moment that your perfect pet-friendly place becomes available. Apartments.com has so many features like 3D virtual tours, the ability to save your favorite apartments, and with over a million places to rent, you are absolutely going to find the right place for you. Apartments.com knows that moving can be stressful, but by giving you options, filtered searches, and more, they can help take away some of that stress. When I need a new apartment, I will definitely need a pet-friendly choice. So if you guys need a place that's pet-friendly and human-tolerant, check out Apartments.com, the place to find your pet-friendly place. Thanks, Apartments.com, for sponsoring the podcast. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yo, okay, so you're the last C-boy to be in the hot seat. Is it feeling hot? Yeah. Pretty hot. Yeah, it feels good. I feel like everybody else has gotten off pretty easy. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say is is everyone got off pretty easy, not too grilled, you know, going into it. It's like, well, shit, I'm going to have the other guys just like hitting me with the hard truths, you know? I think, I, no offense to you guys, I, maybe this is more of a, a hit at myself, but I feel like there's way more things to go in on, on me than anyone else. Like, you said it, not me. Yeah, I just, <laughs> like I, I obviously have oh, way Jamie. more. Thank I don't you. know. Thank you, sir. I feel like I've had a lot more. Like, I don't know how I should say it. CJ gets see, what, see you, what I'm saying? I knew there was something to this. You didn't want one. It's I, gonna be like a big ass fucking thing. I'm not one. dumb. No, I, I, I mean, I <laughs> somewhat agree. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I have a lot more weird things about me than actually. I have significantly more weird things about you. About me than you guys. All right, let's maybe just, Mike is the next closest. We'll just start then. We'll just oh, start. and Ken's kind of weird too. But it's not, Ken's wow, weird. I think we're That's all pretty, pretty weird. Thank you. But I think Whoa, we, shit, as man. far as like opinions, yours differ from ours a little more. Gosh, okay, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That's why I said like uh, I'm, I'm excited I'm to like dive mm-hmm. in. Yeah, yeah. I think um, that's probably a good way to put it, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me just start with this. All right. For somebody who has such a strong gut, you know, you, you, uh, you once you have an opinion on something, you stick to it and most, time. most of the time, right. And, and it's, it's one of your strongest qualities. I would say, you know, you can always like, I don't really question it. if you got a bad feeling on it. I usually go with it. You know, I trust your gut too. Why is it that one of the most, uh, strong-minded people I know, you can't even decide what you're going to eat when we go out to dinner. You you switch up on, like, the waitress, like, four times before you finally order. Like, you are so indecisive. Like what where, About certain things. Where does this fine line I think I drawn overthink. in the sand of, like, you, mm-hmm. yeah, but you, you don't overthink on certain things, like, you know, spending a bunch of money on this house that you guys might see soon right like it was like a very easy decision right but then going out to dinner it's like you give this dude an extra 20 minutes just to figure out what he's going to order there's a lot of choices what where where does that (laughs) yeah but what do you think what do you mean what do i think like what why do you do that uh i want to make the right choice because i have you ever ordered something and uh fucking you get it and you're like god damn it why didn't i get this that happens to me all the time but I and I think you're right. It maybe does come down to overthinking then, because yeah, but I do. CJ has overthink. buyer's remorse more often than anyone I I know yeah, as well. I do. Yeah, but why do you have buyer's remorse on certain things, but not not on others? Like, where's like well, usually most people are just like, no, they just stick to it. But it's like you're so black or you're so white. Um, I don't know. I guess the only time I have buyer's remorse is when I don't like something that I buy. Like, um, what's something I have buyer's remorse on? I'm pretty smart, I think. Most of the things I I I like to think I make a lot of good decisions, um, but you definitely like think a lot. Like how about like for example for your wheels, you, you oh, looked, you looked, you looked, you looked, you ended up getting the 
almost the I same like wheels. I looked, but honestly, <laughs> honestly, I didn't spend that much time looking. It's when I don't th- think about what I do. That's why I make sure I think and like make the right choice. Because I didn't think that deeply on my wheels. Honestly, I I was looking GTR wheels and like I'm not trying to brag, but I, I feel like I'm a pretty busy guy. I have to do things quick. I didn't want to spend. I don't think that's a flex. I, I didn't want to spend fucking two weeks or a month browsing around the internet like, oh, what wheels should I get? And then you have to see if you can get them in the right size. Because fitment is almost more, it's as important as having a good looking wheel. If, if you have the coolest looking wheel, but it doesn't like fit flush with the car when, you, when it's like you know, lowered, uh, it, it's not going to look good. Right. So I fucking uh, typed in Nissan GTR. Like I'm looking at all these wheels and I saw this video of those exact wheels on my car. Yep. So then I went to Fitment Industries and I was trying to fucking find them. Well, actually, there was a couple of them, but Fitment Industries doesn't carry like super, super, super expensive wheels. Right. Yep. So these were like the only ones. They actually didn't even carry those ones in the size that I needed, but I was able to like use our fitment industry points um, and talk to Vossen and I had to have them custom made. And the reason why I did those wheels is because they were like, these wheels fit and this is the spec size we use with these springs for this fitment. So it just made it easy. And that's why I got those wheels. But yes, I didn't <laughs> think that much about them. And that's why I immediately had like the remorse. I was like, fuck, why didn't I get a different color? Cause I literally made the decision like this. That is the that is the hard part about the busier you get, the faster you have to make decisions. So to answer your question, the reason why I overthink things is because when I don't think about them, then I regret them. That was a, so. There you go. That was actually a very long explanation, but a well, yeah, well, well worded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I had some uh, evidence to back there, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's why I overthink things. I don't. I try not to overthink things, but I just I'm always thinking. Do you think there is something to be said about? people that don't overthink or don't think into things enough that it's just like not as effective. Like, where do you think? So like, obviously I've yeah, thought about this if, for a long if time. If you actually. overthink things, it's you're, you know, like you're it's just good and bad. It's you good know, and bad, right? But I, if you underthink things, then good it's bad. Good and no, bad. So right? I actually have a theory on this. Cause I, I came up with this theory, you know, five years ago, actually, um, maybe six, so it's like, if you don't think about things, it seems like you're really happy in the present and you're just doing whatever, but it always does come around to bite you eventually. But do you think that the people that don't think about things also, when it does come around to bite them, they don't think about it biting them where they're just like, I think once the biggest, once something to a certain scale happens, then, then they think makes, about it. It makes you reflect. Yeah. yeah. No, I think you'll be happier in the present, but long term, it doesn't help you as well. Interesting. Like, it's like the kids in high school that just fucking um, were out, like, smoking weed during, like, and just, like, during school, like, on break and shit. Like, they're fucking happy or they're not doing their homework or they're not doing the things they're supposed to be doing. You're Of course, you're less stressed. You don't give a fuck about grades. They're less stressed. They're having a great time. But it always comes. There's always a price to pay. Mm-hmm. There is. Yeah. And that comes back around later. When they fucking can't get into college or, I mean, college doesn't really matter, but they're just fucking dumb. And now they, they're at a disadvantage in life. That's very true. So, yeah. So, if you're thinking a lot, you'll be happy. You're not necessarily at peak happiness in the present time, but in the long run, 
you're gonna be yeah you're gonna be way happier. I, I think yeah you thought you know because you your, your process is thought out i think you could get lucky though and just like not have any repercussions and it's like gambling basically i i think it's it's your environment that you're surrounded by it's like well if you think a lot then other people in the group don't necessarily have to think a lot about certain things and they can you know yeah you can get carried time and get carried but it's like you know there's if everyone in the group thought a lot it i don't know if that would yeah it wouldn't be good help us Mm -hmm. more you know because it's like anything that's successful has to have a balance right right and it's like if if our group as a whole dynamic is going to be successful well it can't all have like the same personality trait or you know everyone being the same right so i think it is it is good to have the balance of you thinking a lot and micah not thinking at all no offense Micah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but you know, i'm just using you as yeah i guess example, i do but. i mean i do overthink things like when we do the merch fucking presentation and we decide what we want to keep what we don't want to think like keep i like look into everything so deep like i'm always like how is this going to look to that person like what does this resonate with them like i'm always just and I do that a lot with, like, thumbnails. I also do that a lot with, like, editing because, like, we might mean something totally different, but then when you watch it, it if if you put yourself in the shoes of someone viewing it and they've never even – this is the first video they've ever watched, it's like, how does this look to them, you know? I yeah. think about that too. Yeah. Uh, but also, uh, I am terrible at thinking about how I act probably a lot of the time, like, just normal. I feel like I probably make bad impressions out the gate. I feel like you're hard on yourself oh, for that. Maybe. Like you, you definitely self reflect a lot about how you not only like portray yourself, but how you act. I do. Yeah. Like I'll like go home and be like, fuck, like, like I'll be like, <laughs> we'll like come home from eating and like, I'll be asking Alex, like when I said this, like, did, was that bad? Like, I don't know. I just, that's what I'm saying. Like you're so sure of certain moves and then you're like in your head thinking about it and it's like. It, what's done is done. Like what is? Yeah. Then I then I just tell myself, "Fuck it, can't change it now." <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, I guess if I have the pre- like the time, I want to make sure it's the right choice. Yeah. But also, you have to make the decision. You can't spend all fucking day thinking about it. I mean, yeah. you can. Each word you're depends. Back Sorry. to a little bit what you're gonna say earlier when you were like you're thinking about in thumbnails and videos and stuff like that how other people like see it. I feel like mm-hmm. you've always. Ever since I first met you, you've had like your finger on the pulse of like what a large group of people like. You're very good at like seeing yeah. what people want to see and how they want to see it and like what's going to happen. Like I've always given you really good or tried to give you good uh, credit for that. And like, yeah, CJ understands like what people want. Yeah, like yeah. extreme foresight. I think, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I did. I, I will agree with that, especially when we were young because like when we started hanging out, let's say, like, really, really hanging out, like, eighth, ninth grade, you went to, like, your small private school. You were you were relatively sheltered, and you lived out here, and I had been going to, like, uh, a public school in Fargo where, like, you're just exposed to fucking pretty much everything, you know? Like, there's a lot of stuff going on there, and I just, I don't know, I just had seen a lot of shit, been around a lot of shit at the time, more than you. Dude, when when we first started hanging out, I looked at you as like a god. <laughs> what the hell I happened? Like <laughs> I grew up. I, like I got to know you. <laughs> I, like, oh, yeah, I realized you were no, an idiot. I like based my entire young adult life. Like CJ would do something like CJ is the coolest kid I know. Like I got to be more like CJ. I was just advanced over you. You were, you were yeah. I just like, had 
CJ been up in the streets, you know? Yeah. Not like, that, but like, I don't know. I just like yeah. fucking. No, I remember one time you came, you picked me up in the boat and you're like, yeah, let's go surfing. And yeah. you came and you drove over like in your, in your boat. And I was like, damn, CJ gets to drive the boat. And you had like a girl with you, like one of our friends that lived on the lake. And I was like, holy shit, there's a girl on the boat. Like. She knows how to talk to a girl. You can hang out with her. It really wasn't too hard to be advanced over you at the time. No, dude. I was like a child. I was like a child. But yeah, I was like, damn. CJ's the cool guy. I had it going on back then. I mean, I'd still have it going on now, but if I I didn't like carry that same trajectory. Yeah, I was was going to ask, do you, I don't want to say, do you think you peaked, but do you think that you capitalized I definitely on, didn't uh, peak but no 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 but do you think you capitalized on your like high school experience like do you think you like maximized the amount oh, 100%, of fun dude. that I, you could I have had, had in, I had a great time if in high I, school, yeah, if like, I think I was of someone, a maniac if I think of someone fun. who who just like did, did like, all the things that you could do in high school I, I was pretty lucky in high school cuz like I like I was like a cool kid I was like popular for some reason, all the girls like me. I'm not trying to like toot my own horn, but this is just how it was, dude. It was great. Never closed the yearbook. I don't talk. <laughs> dude, I don't talk about high school at all. Yeah, no, I'm the, kidding. But I'm joking. then on the on the vice versa, I fucking had a terrible college experience. Like had a terrible like two three years after high school. So I mean, look at that. It's interesting to hear that. You know, you'll get a lot of people that are like, "Oh yeah, the cool kids will roll into college and they're just a nobody." But it's not like. Uh, it's not, not like, always. Well, but I'm saying it's not like you were necessarily upset about that either. You weren't in college, yeah. You weren't like, oh, I don't have I guess friends. I w- yeah, yeah, I mean like, that was a that was like a result of like something else, which yeah. we'll, we'll get into later. But uh, no, speaking of like close the yearbook, dude, I never, <laughs> never fucking look back on high school or anything for that matter. I don't scroll back and look at my pictures. I don't have time hop. I don't like being reminded of things because it's all just pointless. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care about that shit. It already happened. Yeah. It's time to move, move on. You got to look forward. Like, like a lot of people, like, fucking, like, go back and, like, look at their pictures and, like, old videos on their phone from, like, fucking just some random Well, I do thing. that for, like, entertainment. Yeah, see, but, I don't do that at all because yeah. I don't I don't care. Like, I, I mean, I used to all the time, but, like, I don't want to, like, look at that and be like, oh, like, that was, like, so fun. Like, I wish it was like that then. But, like, it's done. You got to move yeah. on, dude. doesn't matter. Also, I think a big part of that is being that. So, like, I don't take pictures on my phone ever because I know I'm not going to look at them. I don't take, like, videos. Dude, and the only time an I interesting take. The only that time an I take. take is so true. The only time I take uh, pictures or videos is for, uh, like, posting. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. But I think that also is maybe, like, I realized that probably three four years ago and i started doing that um but yeah i just don't give a fuck like about look reflect like looking back on the past unless you're like reflecting to learn something there's really no point yeah. you ever watch her old videos no i don't either i mean i really don't either when someone looks back or when they were like summer of 16 we're never gonna top that i like, hate that energy that's i hate that yeah, it's terrible energy because exactly. yeah because or like, like when they're like oh we're peaking right now like why or, why would you say that like yeah. when people yeah. go like oh man like this is the like it's all downhill for me like why would you know like peak when people refer to like we're peaking it's like you're at the top of the mountain now it's like yeah. you know. i don't think anyone actually like says that i remember i think school, a lot of people i remember in that. high school like mm-hmm. i played hockey and like a lot of like the guys would be like Oh, we're like peaking right now. Like this is the peak. Like, like you yeah, know, it was the peak of the like, night. The like, peak of the know, weekend. You know, like this is the peak. Like senior year. Like I don't fucking know. I I never, I didn't like that. Can you imagine going 
back, like looking at yourself back in senior year of high school and being like, man, yeah. enjoy it now because it's all downhill from here. Like yeah. how depressing for that most would people be. that'd be very depressing. Yeah, like you know? how young you are. Yeah, in high school and then just like, dude, yeah. I don't even. Rem- I barely remember senior year of high school Same. and like I yeah. can't imagine it being like the peak. I literally have to like dig deep to like remember some of these things because a lot of things I just pretty much erase in my mind. <laughs> like memories like that. Time. Well, I mean, the thing about the thing about us one. is we are, especially when we're trying to produce like two videos a week, we don't have time just go to look to back. Look back, like I, dude, I have to think like, what did we even do the video before the one we right. posted? I do reflect. Uh, we were talking about do I watch old videos? I always watch the latest video. Like I'll watch it like two, three times. Oh yeah, like maybe four. And like I watch it just to like see like how did it turn out? Like should I have changed this? Like I reflect and then I move forward. Like mm-hmm. when we went reckless golfing, I went and watched the old reckless golfing. Yeah, just because I was curious. Like what what do we all do? Like how did it look? Like just so I was prepared. But no, I don't watch like old ones. Yeah, and I just wanted to correct that. And you watch it on like different screens. Like you're yeah. watching your phone. Mm-hmm. And then you'll watch on the computer, and then you watch yeah, on the TV. because I want to hear all the audio sounds. Yeah, on every different type of device and, like, experience of mm-hmm. it. Because if you watch it on TV, normally the subwoofer, like, kind of overrides during, like, certain Voices. songs. It'll override the voice. But if you watch on, like, a phone, it'll sound, like, perfect. Mm-hmm. And then I also listen to it with headphones on. But I do that normally, like, during editing. I'll do, like, computer speakers, and then I also do headphones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, breaking the podcast today to mention a word from our sponsor. Raycon earbuds. There's so much going on in the world right now, whether it's stuff you're excited about or stuff you'd rather not think about. You can't always control the vibes out there, but you can control the vibes in your head with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. Whether you use them to pump up, wind down, work or work out, Raycons are my go-to for on-the-go audio. And now the everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With an improved rubber oil look and feel and optimized gel tip for the perfect in-ear fit, They're impressive before you even start listening. You can get three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds the best with just the right amount of bass. There's also an all-new awareness mode that makes it easy to listen to your surroundings while still wearing your earbuds. Raycon offers eight hours of playtime and 32 hours of battery life. There's also a built-in mic so you can take calls on your earbuds at the press of a button. Raycon starts at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And... They come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you've got nothing to worry about if you don't absolutely love them. Right now, the Life Wide Open listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash wide open. That's buyraycon.com slash wide open to save 15% off your Raycon order. Buyraycon.com slash wide open. Thank you, Raycon, for being a sponsor in today's episode. Now back to the podcast. Going back to like you overthinking things, like that's one of the benefits probably of, a form of like ocd of for sure. overthinking yeah. it yeah. but i mean it's like yeah if you pay attention to the fine details of it or you're like you know uh constantly being your biggest critic in a way of of uh reflecting versus reflecting on like the good times versus how could i make those mm-hmm. times better, better to better yourself yeah, yeah. you're like uh you have like subconscious quality control like, you yeah. don't think necessarily about doing it. You're just doing it. Yeah. And it's like certain things, though, because yeah. other things I'm, like, very, I don't, like, I have to care about it, obviously. But, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So, basically, the reason we're sitting here today and everything that's been created in the past six years 
is due to the effect of like one of the worst things that's ever happened to you. Yeah. I think it makes sense to just like completely dive into, you know, what happened that, uh, you know, basically altered your life completely and has led us here today. But like Mm -hmm. the lowest point of your entire life, like start, start from the very beginning of, of like the very first time that, that you had like a brain injury. Um, well, fuck dude. I literally, if people think I was reckless, like reckless, uh, like on videos, which I'm really not, I'm probably like the most tame just cause I try to be careful, uh, like protect my head. But, uh, like dude, when I was a little kid, like I was always just like, Riding dirt bikes. Like, I was probably, I was pretty crazy. Like, I would normally be the one to, like, hit the jump first. Or, like, I was in skateboarding. And, obviously, I played, like, hockey and football and stuff. Um, I've had so many concussions. It's, like, terrible. Like, I, I don't even know how many. Um, and I remember, like, getting them back when I was a kid. Uh, I would, I would like, get them. And, like, they weren't, like, as known or, like, prominent back then. Like, you didn't know, like, the effects. And, like, obviously, my parents didn't either. And, like, just, like, like just going back and playing or, like, just going on with, like, my day. Like, I remember one time I got, like, hit in hockey super bad. It was in, like, eighth grade. I got, like, I don't know if I got knocked out. I can't remember. <laughs> but, anyways, uh, we had the school dance, like, that night after the game. It was, like, a game, and then there's like, school dance. And, like, I remember feeling like shit, but I didn't want to miss school dance. And, like, I just, like, sucked it up. And, like, I was, like, telling my parents, but, like, it was such like a no one thought anything of concussions. Maybe we just didn't know, but at least there we were like, oh, just suck it up and go to like the dance. I would never tell someone with a concussion now to go to a fucking dance with disco balls and lights flashing around and loud music. That'd yeah. be the worst, dumbest thing you can do. I've had so many, um, but none of them were like, I'd say like bad. Like it was like it lasted me like a day or two and you just were fine. The one that actually like really changed my life. It was senior year, and we were playing. It was, like, the very first, like, exhibition game of, like, the year. And uh, I don't know what. I got, like, a bad pass, and this kid, like, just hit me. I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but he hit me and, like, uh, like full speed. And I flew back, but there was, like, a gap between me and, like, the wall of the boards. And it was, like, a really hard wall. Like, some boards in hockey rings, like, they have a little bit of give to them, but this one was like, I don't know why. It was fucking rock hard. Um, and I just fucking flew back, and it was like the perfect distance where, like, I went and hit, like, the back of my head on the board. And, like, I, like, fucking lawn chaired, I guess people said. Like, it was terrible. Um, it was really nasty. Like, what I remember of it is, like, like, I was laying on the ice, and, like, I literally heard, like, it sounded like a dial-up internet noise, dude. That's, like, the sound I was, like, hearing and then, um, like, I couldn't, like, my whole body, like, it was like a wave. It was like, mm, like, it felt like I literally just decreased so much, like, slowed down. I, like, I couldn't, like, move, like, my legs or, like, my, like, anything for, like, a second or two. I don't know exactly how long. And then, like, this one dude was, like, trying to help me, like, get back up. And I was, like, trying, but I like, fucking couldn't. I was falling over the damn place. And then, like, eventually I got up and, like, went and, uh, like, got to the bench. Also... Team we were playing was like Sartell. So if anyone fucking knows who the guy is, Sartell. I, honestly, like I'm not mad. It ended up working out great for me. But um, 
But Sartau, 2015, wait, it would have been 2014. It was in November, and it happened in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. It was an exhibition game against Davies Hockey. Some fucking big-ass kid hit me, and I flew in the, hit my head on the boards, fucked me up, still fucking have problems with it from today to, to today. But I'm, like, curious who that guy is. Anyways, um, yeah, so that happened, and, like, it, like, really, really fucked me up. Um, I was, like, out for, I don't know, like, weeks, obviously. But, like, after, like, a certain amount of weeks, this still was, like, at a time when, like, concussions weren't publicly known that they're really bad. Like, it was just on, like, the cusp, I feel like, of it, like, kind of becoming very known. Anyways, so, like, like a week or two went by, and, like, you know how it is. Like, everyone's like, oh, you got that concussion, like, you know, whatever. Like, in didn't take it very seriously. I sucked after I came back from it, but at the time, I was probably one of the better players on the team. So, like, everyone wanted me to come back. And, like, it was, like, I was, like, being pressured by, like, certain players on the team, like, like to come back. And, like, like some people would, like, call me a pussy and shit like that. And, like... I don't know. It was just like, it was just a lot. Uh, and I didn't feel good though. So like my head hurt. Like when I touch it, like my skull, it literally fucking would hurt. Like I couldn't rest my head on the back of like a car. Like if I was riding a car, I couldn't have my head like leaning on the car seat when we we're driving. Cause that would fucking hurt. Like it, it just hurt. Um, and like, I was super dizzy. I couldn't like see straight. Um, just nauseous shit like that. I'm, like, trying to gather my thoughts and, like, put this in a straight line because I've literally, like, tried to, like, pretty much erase it. What like, you, I don't like thinking about it all. What were you doing in those weeks after the concussion? Like, like I was doing what the, they were telling me to do. But what were you, like, what? what I was did, just nervous. Like, I wanted to get back because it was, like, I had worked so hard and I was, like, finally, like, the first line, like, starter, like, of the team. And I was, like, going to do good. Like, I wanted to do good. At the time, like, it always seems like in high school that that was, like, the most important thing, like, you know, playing hockey or whatever. Right. After the concussion, though, like, besides for it hurting on the back, did you have any other uh, yeah, symptoms? Yeah, it constantly like- hurt. I was, like, dizzy. Um, it, it just didn't feel right. I did not feel right. That's all I really remember is I really did not feel right. And I would, like, tell the athletic trainer, um, like, I don't feel right, you know. And he would – he was, like, the only person that was, like – like, actually on my side, I felt like. Like, he was, like, I don't even remember his name. I think his name was Scott. He's he's a man. Anyways, he, Shout like, he, like, was, like, well, then don't, you're not ready. Like, he wouldn't even bother, like, running tests. He's, like, I'd come out and say, like, I don't, like, feel right. He'd ask me how I feel today. I'd have to do it every day. And I was, like, I don't, I don't know. Something's wrong. Like, I don't feel right. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Anyways, like, I don't know how long went by, like three weeks, maybe a month. And then uh, it was, like, so bad. Like, I just remember, like, people fucking, like, really pressuring me to, like, come back. If I could go back in time, I would have just literally quit the team right there and just, like, stayed away from everyone. Like, the, like that would have been the smart thing to do, but, you you know. That, I think that's an interesting take is, like, in your case, you were, you were very good, and you you felt pressure on yourself to want to go back, and your teammates and coach, I'm sure, were like, I, I hope he gets I, back. I and, don't really want to say the coaches. Like, okay, they well, the teammates. They didn't do that. But I'm just me. saying, like, let's say you have a dad. And it wasn't like, all teammates, just, like, a few kids. Okay. And, honestly, like, I don't hold any grudges against them because, like, they were just dumb fucking high school oh, yeah, kids anyway it so could like happen that. like a lot you know yeah. you get an injury and you have like a dad who like undermines right. the injury and is like i want you to keep right. playing soon um but yeah so like yeah i just felt like i didn't feel right but after like a certain amount of time uh i was like kind of like getting mad at myself because i was like god like what is wrong like why am i being a pussy because i was i'd like to say i was pretty tough um and uh like i remember like my dad was just like i think you just need to like, get back and, like, get playing. Because I think a lot, maybe he was thinking, like, that I was just overthinking it, like I do. And uh, once I got going, I'd be okay. So, anyways, like, I had to go through all these tests or whatever, you know, just normal concussion protocol. But I remember, like, this is not right. Like, when I'd, I'd, like, ride the bike or run, like, it didn't feel right. Anyways, I came back too soon, fucking played the rest of the year. And, like, I remember, like, I'd get, like, hit and I'd get very, like, rattled easily like 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 I would get dizzy or but I'd normally bounce back relatively quick um but my head hurt and I always have headaches um and then so I graduate high school uh and we're out you know doing the things we normally would do like wakeboarding Ben and I were like really good at wakeboarding I don't want to say really good but we were like pretty good like we'd do doing flips tricks. we would get big air like we were we were we were good. Um anyways, I was trying like a new trick and uh I don't know, I just crashed and when you crash wakeboarding, it, it, although it is in water, you're going like 21.3 was the speed that we always went at. 21 21.3 miles an hour and if you're like fucking 10 feet in the air going that fast and you land and your board catches its edge, it slams you so hard that the water's like like fucking cement. It's why no one wakeboards anymore. But fucking did that hit my head and like i was just not right back of your head came yeah. down oh boom that, yeah i didn't know that yeah yeah and then uh same place you got your other and it, yeah on. it yeah. was like the same spot yeah so then i was like god uh so I, 
I just thought knew, I had when, a, you, when that happened, you knew it was bad news. Um, I no. just thought I had another concussion, and I had been through so many. And also at the time, I was thinking to myself, like, that wasn't as hard as the hit. Like, the way that I thought of concussions was, like, the harder you got hit, the uh, probably the worse the concussion would be. But that's not true at all. You could get fucking, you know, something light and still have one that's worse than the other. You know, they're all different. So but, for people that don't know exactly what a concussion like how to cause a concussion to my understanding it's basically it's your brain any, rattling the, in your skull right so do you think that there's like certain things that keep your brain from moving that and then it the just more depends. that you got hit it was just like it was looser in there or no, or? no. How, how, uh, how, how does that work the thing is like the more you have i think the easier it is to get them and like especially in my case i never fully recovered from the one that was really bad right. due to coming back so early um, and who knows if I ever would recover from that, but, but I, uh, I never fully recovered. So I was just like weak and I was already like injured. And then I fucking did something that injured it worse. It was something that was already bad and I hit it again and made it really bad. Yeah. Um, so that I thought, I didn't think anything of it though. At the time I was like, oh, fuck, like, oh, you know, wait, take it easy for like a week or two. At the time I was like, I don't have any like sports or anything I need to do. I just don't go wakeboarding or dirt biking shit like that crazy for a little bit but it just never fucking went away and it was like two weeks three weeks four weeks two months three months now college is coming up and i gotta go and go to my dorm but i feel like shit like i felt terrible uh i should mention that the i i had like nausea and i felt like i was moving all the time and uh i had like after like i had really bad like anxiety and like i was very depressed but the depressed, the depression, I think, came more so on. It got worse the longer it went by, because like at first I just you know you had hope, but like it kind of seemed like I was like losing hope the longer it went and the sadder I'd get, and I couldn't do anything. Like I, I couldn't work out because I'd get super nauseous to the point where like I would literally have to just lay on the floor and like look at the ceiling, and like you just constantly it's like being on a boat, kind of what it felt like. And like I'd and like my eyes would go like this. It felt like so when I closed, I'd still feel like that. I'm like try, I'm trying were to like doing anything for um, like treatment at the time. No, I mean I didn't really know there was anything to do about it. Um, so like I just wasn't drinking. I wasn't like working out because back then they thought like working out was really bad if you had a concussion. Like you weren't supposed to have blood flow, which I nowadays personally feel the opposite towards we we can get into that later i'm sorry this is so all over but i'm just no, trying no, to no, like no no it's good i'm it's trying good. to like uh gather my thoughts i guess um it was a big part and it was a long part of your life so to like sum uh, up all of those events yeah i've like really done a good job of like fucking erasing it from my memory because it was such a terrible time but anyways so i go to college i couldn't do anything at college because i felt like shit Felt like I was moving. Felt like I was going to throw up all the time. And I just couldn't do anything. I couldn't watch TV because that would make it worse. I couldn't go on my phone because that would make it worse. So, like, I would do pretty much nothing. I would maybe, like, talk with friends when they weren't doing anything. Like, I'd try to, like, hang with them and talk. Um, but, and then on top of that, we were, like, trying this weird thing with my diet where, like, I wouldn't eat gluten because they were thinking, like, well, maybe, like, you have a gluten allergy, so, like, that might help. Or, like, and then you raise sugar and, like, milk. So I couldn't even eat good food at the time, and that's probably, like, one of, like, the 
biggest moments in my, like one of my favorite things to do is fucking eat. Yeah. I just love eating. Basically, I just go through the whole college year feeling like shit, sleeping in this little shitty ass dorm, not able to do anything. And like, I didn't make any new friends because I couldn't do anything. I obviously had Ryan, which was great, but this guy was busy. With- you were busy. Ryan was very popular in, in college. Isn't that funny how things work? I was the fucking like star in high school, college, fucking shit. There's always price, price to pay, man. There's positives and negatives. It was my time to get a negative. You fucking maybe had not a great high school, but then college was great. You know, it's always a, it's just it's a balance. balance. Yeah. Every, with everything. Like Ryan was great, dude. Thank God we had, I had Ryan. Cause like I would hang out with him go as eat. much as we could. We go eat. Same with Justin. Uh, Justin was great. And there was like a few other guys that were really uh, nice, but like, I mean, we didn't do anything much other than just maybe a chill, but yeah, I was just super, super depressed, super sad. Um, couldn't do anything. I was basically like, I mean, I just couldn't do anything. Like I was disabled literally. Cause if I tried to do anything, I would fucking get like really disabled. Like it would shake, it would like stir me up so much that I'd have to like literally fucking lay on my floor for like two days to like get it to settle down. Could you so, like, sleep? Not really. Because if I would sleep, it was like, I'd like lay on my side and like fucking it just feel like you're falling and then like if you like so like you try not to like move too much cuz once you like somewhat got settled it would be a little easier um yeah i don't know it was just it was terrible man uh so like during that time though i was so sad and i i was planning on going to school to become a chiropractor but it felt like to me at the time um every time i got an adjustment like if it would like make me feel worse, which like they kind of later realized, like since I felt like I was moving so much, this is probably too technical. Um, but like my muscles in my neck were super stiff to try to like stabilize my head because my brain was like telling me that it was moving. And was moving it, huh? it was like, so super stiff. And when you'd get an adjustment, they would like basically loosen that up, which cause normally you wouldn't want that. Um, and it would make me feel worse. So I'd want to, I wanted to be a chiropractor. I was going to school to be a chiropractor. Um, and I was like, well, how am I going to be a chiropractor if I literally can't even get an adjustment? And that's when I was like, fuck, like I, I was kind of thinking like, I think I might be like this. Like, I'm going to try, but like, this might be how it's going to be forever. And like, that's when you really start to like, you know, get in a low, lo- yeah. slump. And, uh, when you lose hope, that's. That's, like, the worst. And that's when I was, like, there's not really any point in me going to school. Because, like, I don't know. I At that point in my life, I kind of thought, like, I'll just be kind of, like, a a person that just tries to get by, maybe. You know? Like, I just work at... Like, I remember I was going to just like, get, a, like, a job at, like, this shoe place in the mall. Because, um, like, I couldn't really do anything. Uh, so, that's, like... I dropped out of college, and I was going to do that. But I remember being so nervous about get, uh, working there because I'd have to bend down to, like, pick up the shoes. And, like, when I'd, like, bend down like and, like, move my head, I'd get super dizzy. But I remember I had to get a job, so I was like, fuck, like, I guess I'll just suck it up. I don't know. I was kind of just thinking I was just just grind it out for as long as I could. Um, but I ended up getting a job at this gym, uh, which was great. Do you remember... 
back then feeling like you couldn't talk about it? Yeah, I really couldn't because no one understood. No one understood. But then uh, I actually found a, a neurological doctor. Uh, her name is Ayla Smith, Dr. Ayla Smith. She's a place in Fargo now. I'm, I'm going to backtrack, actually. So I'm in college, and I fucking feel like shit. I can't do anything. I'm very depressed. I'm very sad. Um, I kind of come to the realization I'm not going to be able to be a chiropractor, so I stopped going to school. I'm also thinking at the time, like, um, uh, I'm also thinking at the time that, like, realistically, like, I'm probably not going to, like, just keep living this way forever because, like, I was just miserable. And there's not really any point. Um, so, like, I'm not going to waste time and money at college. Uh, during that time, then, my dad, like, found this neurochiropractor. Uh, she's, like, more, I'd say, like, is like a neurologist. And they had this thing called functional neurology, which is, like, a program for people like me that had, like, really bad brain trauma. And they would like, uh, like retrain your eyes, and uh, you do like all these like exercises and stuff, where you'd uh, just fucking like do therapy to try and like get you back to doing things. And uh, deep breath. Yeah, bro, you're good. Just. It's really hard to talk about because, uh, like I was saying earlier, I just have really, like, taken this part out of, like, my memory. <laughs> yeah. It's just a really hard time. Um, just one second here. Want to cut? Oh, okay. Just one second here. Dude, I'm such a crier. Same. Um... So anyways, like, I I fucking do these uh, therapy protocol things, exercises to, like, try and retrain my eyes and brain and listen to this lady. Like, I'm fucking doing them like my life depended on it, which it kind of did, to try and, like, get myself to be able to, like, go back into society and, like, do things. I just wanted to be able to do things, like, just a few things, you know? Like, I really wanted to work out because I loved working out, but I couldn't work out because every time I'd... Work out and make me worse, um, feel worse. Uh, so anyways, like, I followed, like, her instructions. Did that for, like, a couple months or so. And I started, like, getting a little better. And it was, like, so nice for me because it gave me, like, some hope. Um, and she was, like, I want you, like, to try and start, like, exercising again. But we have to, like, do it slow. So, like, I would ride this stationary bike. And, like, I remember, like, I'd start out, like, I literally could only ride on it for, like, fucking one minute. Because then it would, like, make me worse. Um, so, like, I would ride on it for a minute, and then I'd have to take, like, a couple days off. And then, like, I basically just slowly built it back up. And then pretty soon I was able to, like, ride on it for 25 minutes after a really long time of slowly building your blocks up, you know, to get better. Um, it's like anything, recovering from, you know, any kind of injury. Uh, and, uh, yeah, then I was able to start lifting again. And at that time, I had just started working at a gym. It was in Fargo, Courts Plus. Like, that place was great. Like, everyone who worked there was so nice to me. The employees were awesome. 
one of my best friends, Logan Cassette, he worked with me there. Um, and, uh, yeah, I know, just kind of, like, I started getting better and, like, able to do stuff again. I still didn't feel great, but uh, that was right around the time, like, at that time in life, I uh, had, it was kind of nice for me because I think it really added uh, a lot of, like, just clarity, I guess, as to, like, what's important in life. Um, so, like, I was just doing the things that I really wanted to do and, like, cutting out any, like, the shit that I didn't care for. Um, so I, I really wanted to be a YouTuber because I would always watch YouTube growing up, and I just thought it was crazy that, like, people were just doing whatever they wanted to do and getting paid for it, um, and it seemed like they were getting paid, like, pretty well. I didn't really even care much about that. I think I just... Like, the idea of, like, making a video and, like, having it. And uh, I just thought it'd be cool. So, uh, being at that time, like, I was just doing the things. Like, I didn't care. I was basically living, like, very in the present. And I was just like, fuck it. Like, I'll just spend all my money and buy this camera and just start trying to do it. Um, so, I did that. Got the camera, obviously. And... Fucking Mike had just, Mike would always make like little edits. Uh, so like he had just made an edit and I remember he posted on Facebook and I was like, yo, like I was thinking about making a YouTube channel. Would you want to post that on there? And then like we can both own it together. It'll just be our YouTube channel. And we'll just post videos on there. And he was like, yeah. And uh, I was like, all right, well, I'll come up with a name and make it and whatnot. And then you can upload on it. So like the very first video was technically like a Facebook like summer recap mm-hmm. that you made yes. and it, we put it on uh, our YouTube channel. Um, and then uh, obviously then I started trying to figure out how to use the camera and just practicing with it. I'd like bring it around whenever we were hanging out and doing anything. I just film it and uh, I got familiar with it and kind of learned how to use it. And then I'd go on, go home and I'd like dink with the footage and like learn how to chop it up and stuff. Shout out to my friend Jason Gilberth. He like taught me the basics on like this is how you cut, this is how you drag in, but like the rest I did. But yeah, shout out to Jason. Um, so like I would, I was just working like a part time job basically, and I'd go home. You guys were all in school, and I would like mess with the footage and learn how to like edit. Basically, I taught myself how to edit. Um, it was really tough at the time because I couldn't stare at a computer really long. Because it would make me, like, if after a certain amount of time, I'd get really dizzy. It kind of, like, fucked me up. So it made editing really hard. I'd, like, edit for, like, an hour, and I'd have to take, like, an hour break or two. I'd maybe get, like, another hour in. Um, yeah, so I learned how to edit. Basically, that's, like, the start of Seaboys TV. Um, Was that the first thing that you could do without having to physically do something you almost used us I, as like the outlet yeah of like, like it was like a way that i got integrated back into like the activities you guys were doing because you guys uh i was still like i was just kind of reintegrating back into like activities back in my life obviously yeah. um but yeah the idea was like the crazier stuff i'll just film mm-hmm. and like kind of be a part of it it was nice because like the thing that like youtube and like the idea of like trying to make this work it gave me such, like, a, it, like, really saved me in the fact that, like, it gave me something to do and something, like, I was excited about, you know? Like, I, like, really wanted to do it because at the time I didn't have much I could look forward to to even, you know? It gave me, like, a purpose, I should say. 
I think that's like the biggest thing is just having like a purpose, a reason to like, you know, get up and like try to do something or whatever. And uh, so like that was what YouTube was for to me. Um, and then obviously we just slowly started kind of blowing up. And uh, I think it was like three videos. So technically it was me and Micah. It was like our channel initially out the gate, but then after like the video started like blowing up and it was like very apparent that obviously this is a group thing. Cause it's like, you know, everyone's involved, uh, that it would be our channel. And that's when like, obviously Ken, we had just started making money. So Ken made the LLC with all of our names on it. And, uh, yeah. Do you, so back to like the concussion, um, side of it, where would you say you are now? I'm I'm much better than where I was. Like I'm like way better, uh, obviously. But ob- like the reason why I oftentimes don't go like on these crazy dirt biking trips and stuff is because it is easier for me to get like rattled, like and get uh, like a concussion again. And I just don't really. It's not enjoyable for me if it's something that obviously it's like high risk. I'd rather. I don't think it's like any point yeah like, i'd rather not risk it not worth it yeah, what's the point of jeopardizing like your livelihood yeah like, not even just like an injury yeah like a couple steps it's either. not as enjoyable for me either no. when i'm going because i'm like fuck so cautious trying to be careful yeah, yeah but I was gonna ask, do you live your life in, in fear that you know like the smallest thing could put you back into that state i i would i mean i wouldn't say that but uh i just i'm just cautious i guess and like the real reason is like also, if I went, like, since I wouldn't be doing, like, the fucking, let's say, like, crazier things, I would end up just filming it, and it's like, if I'm not really contributing, then I'll just stay back, and I can right. do, I can do more here. That's why, I, like, I don't go to, like, the crazy snowmobile trips and stuff like that either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense. But, yeah, it is easier for me to get a concussion than, I mean, obviously, other people. I remember one time we we just filmed the like demo derby, right? And we were all, we were like driving around the field. Our right. field is like a bumpy mess, and you had hopped in the car, and like we're all as we realized the like seriousness of like concussions in general, but and yours, also my situation. Yeah. yeah, we were like, okay, we got to be conscientious of like you know, like I wouldn't. Yeah, get you guys in a are car very careful you and yeah. like go bomb through yeah. a ditch unexpectedly right. because I'm like, okay, if, if you're gonna like. You know, there, there's risk. Right. There's risk with everybody, but like you say, your risk is higher. But I remember one time, uh, I we were driving in the car, and I was literally driving you over to go film something, right. and we hit this clump of dirt. That if we'd and been like going twenty, stop. yeah, if we'd been going twenty miles an hour, we probably skipped right over it. But we were going slow, and literally, just boom! And I remember, dude, like I was I think, sitting weird, and yeah. I remember my head hit the windshield, um, and yeah, then obviously. Yeah, and I remember like it shook me up. Yeah, it shook you up, and like you I remember my bad. blood ran cold, yeah. and yeah. I like didn't know what to do. Right, that stuff happens all the time with me. Like, um, like I mean, fucking, I fell on like the pit bike. Even if I don't hit my head, like, yeah, it'll like sometimes it kind of stir me up for like a day or two, and I don't know what it is. I really don't. I've like tried talking with my the lady that like basically fixed me about it, and she doesn't really know either. She just says, you know. I don't know if it's like fucking PTSD or what the fuck it is, but it like can like make me feel out of it for a little bit. Like when I crashed a smart car into the log, even though I didn't hit my head, it was still like such a joke that like it like fucked me up for like I don't know like a week. I wasn't like fucked up like 
how I was though. Like, it's just like, I just feel a little out of it, but I, I go and like work out and, uh, like I just have like a routine. If like, if that happens, say I was walk like I fucking one time I was walking and I slipped on the ice. I landed on my back, didn't hit my head, but it still like gives me the, the, um, I don't know. Like my, I get dizzy the or feeling. whatever that, that feeling. Um, I just, it's happened so many times. I'm really good at like fixing it now. Like I just I have like a routine where I'll go and like work out and like I find that like running and like getting blood flow and oxygen that like really helps me. And then just getting back into like doing things but not like pushing it too far. Um but yeah, nowadays it's completely it's not even close to like that was like one situation that like really fucked me up. For people that ha- are listening that have really bad concussion symptoms, like what do you think helped you the most? So what I had was post-concussion uh, syndrome. So that's something where like after I think like two weeks or a month, you have like lasting uh, effects. Yeah. Uh, are you asking about that or are you asking about someone who just got a concussion? Like what do you think helped you the most? Helped you recover the most? I mean, if it was somebody who just got a concussion in a football game, I would tell them just to like, you know, take it easy or do whatever you're supposed to do. But if you're like someone like me, who's had lasting effects for, for a month now, I would say that you need to, uh, slowly integrate yourself back into doing the things you were doing that aren't gonna risk you hitting your head again. So like working out, for instance, like working out is literally the biggest thing for me. Um, but like, that's super good for you because it brings oxygen in your blood to your brain. Um, that's really good. It just helps me, I guess. I don't know. That's what helps me working out and, uh, and, and doing like my exercises where I'd follow like the dots, I guess. Retraining your brain or your eyes. Basically, you just got to slowly integrate yourself back into society and do things that aren't harmful. There's like so much fucking, uh, like substance to this like there's so many things i need to like uh that is like involved in this that it's hard for me to explain it on a podcast without it being 10 hours long i'm like not trying to like go too in depth to bore people but also like cover things that are important so sorry if Bro, this we is, can this miss all over. i i think it's a very crucial story that like needs to be told and, and yeah. concussions aren't to be fucked with no obviously you're a perfect example of that but right. it's like you know people on the internet they just see like the the bright side of of everything we do and like um is is knowing like the extreme lows mm-hmm. of like the brick by brick step by step to like get out of that and it is like I'm sure if you reflect back on it or like could go back, like you you might think like you're never gonna recover, right? Yeah. And plenty of people probably feel that way about, you know, so many different situations in their life. If it's not a concussion, it might be uh loss know, of a loss of a loved one or, or your parents' divorce or something like yeah. you know, so many things that, that could affect, you know, kids at different ages, like in an extreme extreme way but it's like finding that thing like you finding find a purpose passion and and purpose you need to just get back get back to integrating into life man you gotta get back to living yeah man i mean it's 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 a crazy story obviously it's like like, 
I didn't even know like the full effect of it really until, you know, we started talking about it. But as you said, like you just, you locked out that period of your life. It's terrible. I don't like thinking about it at all. Which is tough. Like, so I'll say we or me as a person, I didn't know you very well at that point yet. You know, we were at even like early on. This is right before we were starting the YouTube channel. We were all hanging out. But at that point, you were just, you know, another buddy that came to hang around. And so, like, I felt now hearing all this, like, feel really bad not understanding that better. Yeah. Just because, because let's say, I should say fast forward a little bit. We had started the YouTube channel. We were like, let's make videos. Let's do this. It was after we got a little bit of traction. And uh, you had taken, like, three months off. And I'm over here, like... What, right. what the fuck? Why, right. What is he doing? I thought he wanted to do this YouTube thing. And I should have been asking. I knew it was from your concussion is why mm-hmm. you had to step back for a little while. But instead of asking, yeah, like what what the problem is, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I was just kind of upset. Right. So anyway, just, yeah. you know, reaching out. And and I think the hardest part when we would be like, well, how do you feel? And you're like, like shit. You couldn't really explain yeah. it. It's hard, yeah. you know. You could be like, I'm, I'm dizzy. I don't know what to tell you. Right. And we'd be like, what, why? Also, like, I, I don't really like uh, bringing, like, bad energy. Um, you know, like, when you, like, talk about uh, something not positive, I just don't really like bringing that to the room. Yeah, which ended up creating, like, a lack of communication. Right. I was like, what And what also, I just don't think you guys understood, which no one really yeah, understood. I didn't. Like, my parents didn't, didn't really, no. like, no, that's you know. very true. Very few people, which made it very hard to, like, talk to people about and just lonely, honestly. Yeah. During yeah those, like, college years, did you kind of use YouTube as, like, an escape? Almost, like, of yeah. reality, the, the limited time. Like, I remember you had the cracked iPad. But, like, <laughs> fucking, you were like, dude, this TJ Hunt guy, he's, yeah. he's making filming with cars. Like, look at the WRX he had because you right. had a WRX. Right. And, like, yeah, like you just, were on DJ Hunt way before anyone yeah. else. Yeah, I mean, what, among many. Danny Duncan, too. So what did make you want to... Become a YouTuber. Um, like, I mean, where did that stem from? Because I, I, you wanted it before that was even a thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just, I thought it was really cool. I thought that they got to just do whatever they want, which obviously I've learned that it's not really like that. <laughs> it's not quite that um, simple. But, but you also made a lot of money. And I, I wasn't necessarily like infatuated with like, oh, I need to make a bunch of money. I didn't necessarily care like about being super rich. I just liked, uh, like cars and I wanted like I, I had a pretty simple taste like I never expected to like own a GTR or like anything like that until like later years but like I just had like a I had a WRX and I fucking love that car and I wanted to put parts on it and like make it cooler but like at the time obviously buying a fucking set of replica wheels that were $800 was like unachievable you know I'd yeah. fucking no money and I was just making fucking 10 bucks an hour working a little bit I did and uh yeah so I think that's why I thought it was cool that these guys were making initially why I bought the camera actually was for making a car channel because mm-hmm. I thought I would see TJ Hunt and Evan Shanks they'd make the YouTube videos and they'd obviously make money off of it then they'd buy more car parts with it and then they would film putting the car parts on their car and then make more money and so I was like that's a great system system and I also thought it was cool like I like talking cars I, I was super into like tuner cars, I still am, but I feel like I've just maybe moved on to other things. I have other life, things in but, plate, but. but yeah, I I fucking loved Subarus and like WRX STIs and uh, and Evos. So speaking of 
Subarus. Remember that time that you went to Las Vegas, Nevada to buy that Bro. orange? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that thing was so sick on ah, Instagram, man. but I think the guy who got it or the guy that sold it to the guy that got it fucked it up. So it was like this show car. We'll put up on the screen STI on bag. Like everything was done to it. Um, and someone fucked it up in the process and then they were trying to sell it, but the seller didn't like disclose that it was fucked up. Like he was just like, yeah, it's perfect. Like perfect condition. Like, I, I mean, I didn't really ask that many questions cause I was just looking at it like, no one's going to fucking ruin a car like this, you know? Yeah. Um, so I was like, I've seen it all over. Obviously it's, it's perfect. Got there. Thing was a pile of shit. I mean, that's basically it. And then we, I took the YouTube video down cause like, I feel like I didn't do a good job of, uh, like showing it. But that video was blowing it up. Was blowing it was blowing up, up for the yeah. time, which yeah. was kind of crazy looking back that we took it down because it was getting tons of views. But we're like, this is not the right, not the way we want to get our views or portray our channel. Yeah, I feel like it made it felt like it made us look bad because I didn't do a good job of telling the story of what happened. I think I had G Reg holding the fucking camera. Like I should have brought one of you guys, but <laughs> well, you were, t- you were that was like early, I was going to yeah. surprise you guys. Early yeah. C Boys days, and CJ flew out to Vegas with G Reg and his dad to buy this car and then surprise us with it. Yeah, it was before we were like surprising each other with uh, like yeah. different things. Because I had I had totaled my blue Subaru WRX hitting two deer. Totally. Oh yeah, so that's right. that's why that's why yeah. I was getting that. But right. then I ended up getting the Evo. To this day, that's the only YouTube video we've taken down, and I'd say. It's not even really a bad reason. Yeah. I mean, it just, I watch it now. And if I did watch it, I would be like, Ugh, like yeah, that's yeah. cringe. I don't know. So uh, throughout the years, you know, we've been doing this for a while now. What, in your opinion, what would you say like our biggest hurdle has been? Um, all or, like, of us, held us, back all of us getting on like the same page and moving together as one. I think like it was so tough at the beginning because. Um, I mean, you guys weren't like super into YouTube like me. Like I was fucking just obsessed with it. And like, I felt like I was trying to learn and stuff. And you guys, I don't know if you guys quite understood what it could be. Like something that was really nice about, uh, you know, my really bad concussion and like kind of being a hermit and doing nothing was it gave me a lot of time to sit by myself and like think, you know, because I... I didn't have anything else to really do, so I'd think a lot, and uh, I would, like, Google stuff, and I don't know, I just, I, in a way, was, like, just learning. Like, I'd, I would sit on the computer, and, like, I'd Google stuff, I would fucking, like, watch YouTube, I would, I don't know, I just learned about a lot of stuff, like, that's why, that's how I knew about, like, Bitcoin and shit way before, just because, like, I was just fucking, yeah. Do you see anything ever coming and competing with YouTube? Not right now, no, um, but, I mean... It'd be really hard too, honestly. Like, I mean, Mr. Beast says it all the time too. Is like, I mean, YouTube's right now is just obviously the goat content king, but getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, it's kind of like it's just a form of entertainment, you know. Um, yeah, it's like a way to give yourself a TV show. If you like that, that was really the big thing too. Like, yeah. I always wanted to be on TV. Like, I was super, uh, like. As a kid growing up, like Rob Deerdick was like my idol, and like Bam Margera, Viva La Bam, I used to watch that, um, like shit like that. And I just thought they were so cool. Who's your favorite now? Or like who who's you, my idol? Who, yeah, like who do you look up to? Not necessarily idol, but like who do you look at as like man? They're doing a really good job, and I respect them for this reason. Like, uh, there's a lot of people that I look up to. I mean, Logan Paul, obviously, fucking Chase Hero, 
Um, fuck, dude, there's so many. Mr. Beast. I'm trying to think of people that aren't YouTubers. Obviously, Rob Deerdick. He's like a very big entrepreneur. Um, God, I, I have a lot of people like Heavy D. It'll be cool to meet him. Yeah. Um, what do you What do you like about him? Heavy D. Yeah, for like yeah, yeah, for Joe Rogan, obviously. Um, Heavy D. The reason why I like Heavy D is because he's just a man, dude. Like he gets down, like you know, he's just he's to the point. Like he's no bullshit. You can just tell he's just a good guy, and he's a hard worker, and he gets shit done. Yeah, he does. And he's also smart. Like he's just fucking well rounded, dynamic. Yeah, you know. And same with Joe Rogan. Like Joe Rogan can talk to anybody. Like you look at like his podcast, he'll have like a uh, a Navy SEAL. On, and then the next one, he has a person who escaped from North Korea, and he asks, like, the best questions, and I think he just learns. Like, they're just smart, you know? And, like, they're, like, the definition of a real man. Like, I think, like, he hunts, and not that hunting makes you a man, but, like, just does manly stuff. Takes care of his family. Very respectable. Yeah. Yeah, like, you just, they just do the right thing. I mean, we talk about this all the time, but you're so addicted to just constant stimulus. I know. Dude, like, like when you were talking about, like, trying to stay like this, like, I'm such a sicko. Like, I fucking love just, like, the, the, the like, I fucking love the views. I love it when, like, videos getting views. I love seeing the money keep coming in. I love, like, constant, like, change. Like, I like, like, upgrades. I love that. Would you consider yourself more of, like, a materialistic upgrade? Like, you like... You like working towards buying that next thing. Like, no one wants to be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm materialistic. Like, I care about money. But do you like making money and, like, constantly growing and, and becoming bigger and better so you can buy different things and grow your lifestyle? Or are you like, no, 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 I just want to make, like, better videos or have the videos receive more? Or do you think they, like, go hand in hand? I think it goes hand in hand, honestly. Like, I, I wouldn't want to make, like, shitty videos and then make more money off of them i'd rather make good videos because you, you and also yeah, you could because yeah. we could a lot of people do yeah i don't know yeah i guess i just like uh i like feeling like my life is getting better i like making i like just building i guess that's probably the the best thing the best way to put it building growing yeah like yeah i don't know it's like modifying your car like it sucks when it's stock so you fucking buy parts and put it on you heard it here yeah <laughs> that's a it's a great way to put it. Yeah, Absolutely. it's a great way to put it. Nobody um, wants a stock life. I like being able to do what I want. I realized six years ago that money is power and money is freedom. Maybe not. I shouldn't. Money is power, but more so that money is freedom. Yeah. Um. But money can also kind of like fucking lock you down. You know how they say like more money, more problems. Yeah. Mm. I don't think that's true. Really? I think I think higher lifestyle, more problems. True. Because you can have a shitload of money in the bank. You got a million bucks sitting in the bank, but you're still living a pretty chill lifestyle. Yeah. Right? It's you're, just how you You're chilling. More right? S- but you got um, uh, you got $100,000 in the bank, but you got a million dollar house. You got a $100,000 car. You got all these payments. You got people. You got employees. Yeah. Uh, depending on you. That's like the, you're making more money, but you got more problems. You got more headaches. You so know it's I- like if your lifestyle doesn't grow with your income, mm-hmm. then yeah. do you have 100%. more problems? 
I think it's more stuff, more problems. Like the more you buy, like you get a boat, you got to take the boat in, you got to take it out, you got to bring it to get service. You yeah. Do everything. The more yeah. stuff you have. And then it takes have, up your time, then you have yeah. less free time. Yeah, less mental space. I think Elon Musk was talking about Yeah, he about like got that. rid of all his shit. Yeah, he sold everything because he's like, it takes up too much of my time. And then he's in space like six months later. Yeah, so, so that, that, is, that is true. Uh, like, yeah, the more stuff you have, the more you have to maintenance. And yeah. Lord knows we don't like maintenancing. There's something easy about. Like you look at like the start, like we didn't have any money or anything, but it was just fun. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was just happy to be like doing something, I guess. I think just doing what you love is probably the biggest part. Like if I have to like do things for videos that I don't want to do, then it would suck. What's your favorite, like in all the roles that you have, what's your favorite role? What state actually state your roles? Like what do you do in the company? And then, and then um, answer it. I'd say like, I come up with a lot of content ideas uh, structuring of like maybe what bits go into videos because obviously we have multiple different segments in a video, so I like what flows in the best. Um, obviously, like the camera guy a lot of times, and then I'd say also like almost director behind the camera mm-hmm. at times, like just like hey, like I missed you saying this, like or like if you say this, like this will be really funny, you know. Yep. Um, obviously, editor and then like thumbnails, stuff like that. I guess title yeah, and title. Like, uh, I do like yeah. a lot of the up, a lot mostly you like a lot of the YouTube backend stuff. I do. I guess maybe over like I I see I have input like everyone else into moves that we make as a company. Right. What's your favorite of my roles? Yeah. If you could only, I, I did. I guess my favorite thing about what we do. It doesn't matter what we're doing that day. This doesn't even answer your question, but I love it when the, everyone's just having fun. Like, I love it when we're, like, we could literally be doing nothing, but when we're just all laughing and, like, it's just vibing, like, that's the best. Because that's when, like, the best content comes and also it's just the easiest and it's just fun. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I think we all do. It is tough, you know, because it's, like, not every single thing we do is super easy to just get into that, like, flow state. I'd say, like, for me, um, filming a video is, like, kind of... It's, it it seems like it maybe is a little bit more work for me than like uh like some people in the group just cuz I'm like running around with the camera I'm trying to get like certain shots and then I'm also trying to like be like hold on don't do this yet cuz I need to do this first that way that, you know I don't know I I agree too and like I don't even I don't even do as much as you do but yeah it's it's a lot of work Yeah I believe you're a creator at heart Yeah like you love to create like a piece of yeah, content I'd agree put with out. That. Like through and through, you love like coming up with a vision. Like even mm-hmm. say, you know, Micah comes up with the idea, but you're like, yes, this is how we can make that mm-hmm. execute it. Yeah. yeah, how to execute it and how to make it the best. Because yeah. like you could come up with a great idea. There's tons of people that have filmed way cooler things than us, but they have an iPhone like this, and nobody talks, nobody explains right. what's going on, and it's not good. Yeah. And that's what you're really. I good guess at. I'm good at like figuring out how to yeah put it into a video. Yeah, exactly. And make it work. Oftentimes, someone will come to me and be like, "Hey, this is a really good idea," and it is a good idea, but I'm like, that just wouldn't work for a YouTube video because yeah. I I don't know how I'd film that. Like, how would I capture that, and how would I make it make sense? Exactly. You know. Um. So that's like something other people don't think about. But yeah, going back to your question, like, do I like like making money so i can buy like materialistic things i think i just like building mm-hmm. like building my life yeah like building fucking like just growing you know creating i guess i think all of us do and that's why we all get along pretty yeah. well you yeah know, we it, do it's it's not always for the same reason you know like you you like building 
Um, you like making good videos, but then you also better videos, more views, more money. Uh-huh. Or you can buy a, but I, I mean, you can I, buy a nice house where Micah is like, I don't really give a fuck about like that, but he has a completely different agenda, but yeah. it all, it's all pretty much oh, the yeah. same. Deep down, like we all do love to create. Yeah. yeah like exactly. when something is unfolding in front of us, basically in front of the camera, it's like we all have hard ons, you know. Yeah, not yeah, actually. But shit. yeah, it's just like yes, <laughs> Mike. Yes. Mike, I don't want to get into <laughs> yes. this again. I, know, I like. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I like making people laugh. <laughs> I like making people happy. I don't know. Yeah. Like I just, I'm just like very lucky. I'd say that. Uh, I mean, all of us are that people like watching our videos. Like super grateful for that because there's so many people out there making videos that aren't getting any views. And, grateful uh, for like the positive comments too. Like. Yeah, we read them, uh-huh. and when we hear them, we're like, "Sweet, you like what we're doing. We like what we're doing too. Yeah. We're gonna keep doing it." Just happy that I get to do this yeah. every day, and uh, yeah, I bet like I worked for it, and that's yeah. my whole thing. I tell other people is like, "You can do it too." Yeah, you just gotta you gotta do it, man. A lot of people sit around and talk about it. I th- often think of back to like how many videos we've created, like three hundred videos. I don't even remember probably 90 percent of them but like putting in the work back then just seemed like it just seemed like so mindless of like oh this is just like what we got to do and now it's now it's luckily paying off and it's really cool to see like all those old videos still pulling really really good views Mm -hmm. and um you know looking at like the creator studio and be like holy shit like a video two and a half years ago pulled like a hundred thousand views this week and it's like, man, I'm glad that I put the work in back then. Yeah, yeah that I is think for sure. I just love achievement. I, I've been really stuck on that question you did a while <laughs> ago. I just love achievement. That's really what it is. I don't necessarily love, like, I fucking hate editing videos. I hate it. It's like the worst time of my week is sitting there and working on a video for 12 to 14 hours editing it. Yeah. But nothing feels better than when it's done, uploaded, people are watching it, liking it, and I go out to eat and get a beer like i feel like i did good that's what i like doing mm-hmm. i like achieving and the cool thing is with what we're doing you get a lot more achievements and they're a lot they're all yeah. different you know yeah. like there's a lot of achievements that we can uh mm-hmm. reach towards versus at a, a job mm-hmm. the same job same yeah. day yeah how good did it feel to hit a million subscribers oh really good dude i mean fuck like i like had yeah, I don't know. It's like you you want it so bad, but you don't know like if it's really going to happen, you know? Would you yeah. say that was something that you worked for, like, since the beginning? Yeah. Was that your I mean, goal? It, I mean, obviously, it was, like, fucking 100 subscribers. It was just fucking getting views at first, obviously. And then, you right, know, right, you, right. your yeah. goals, the posts keep changing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that felt amazing, dude. I was so happy. So happy just because it was just, like, felt so official, you know? It felt like. I mean, obviously, we were doing it no matter whether you got the subscribers or not, you're doing it. But, like, it just felt like it sealed the deal kind of, I guess. I don't know. It's it's a lot easier to tell people. Yeah. I guess, yeah. It makes yeah, me it feels gotta, good. Uh, like 1.2 million versus 864,000. Right. Yeah. It, uh, I like, like, maybe just being respected by people. I feel and like I definitely stamped it. Like, I don't know, just, like, earned me more respect in the community and, like, going places and, yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know? I agree completely. You know what's bullshit, though? YouTube still hasn't sent us our 1 million plaque. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Can you imagine that you're asking, you're like, yeah, how, how many subscribers do you have? 
oh, we're, we're like 1.3 now. And then they're just like, oh, but do you have your plaque? You think like, people no. ask that? No, but if they did, <laughs> if they yeah. Did. And you're like, no. And they're like, not, not that official. Yeah, it's kind of bullshit. But also, like, it's so weird because, like, when you're, like, I remember when we got our 100,000 plaque, I thought it was so fucked. I mean, it meant so much to me. Mm-hmm. But, like, the plaque really doesn't mean anything to me. It would be sick to get one on I this channel. I would like to have it, though. So. Yeah, I was just like, subscribe? No, I, I mean, <laughs> then in the, the grand scheme of things, it's but just a plaque. Like, exactly. It's yeah. a thing yeah. on the wall that we walk by and yeah. you even look at it. What really matters is just the people that are subscribing and uh, the content, I guess. I don't know. The video. Yeah. So wow. People like it. Yeah. Man. There you have it. CJ the creator. a hell of an episode. Uh, I'm sorry if it was all over the place, dude. I don't know. There's just so much to talk about. I, I felt like it was pretty linear. Yeah. Like, I good. Started from I'm the beginning. and Fucking here. Uh, I, I felt like fucking... I was like searching through <laughs> so much shit. That's another trying thing. To figure I, out I what was to doing, include. I was like kind of what you know, watching, listening to you tell the story, and I could tell that you're like thinking about not so, something completely different. You were like thinking about the rest of your story as you were telling your yeah, story. Yeah, I didn't want to. I would like jump ahead, but anyways, it's all sorry. good. Yeah, it's all good. That was fun, dude. That it was, was nice just sitting down and doing it. Yeah, but I've been dreading this podcast because I knew yeah. it was going to come. See, really I literally, I've been dreading it since we started making it because I knew I'd have to tell this story, and I just like didn't really want to tell it. Yeah, you did fantastic, honest. and I think uh, I think a lot of people can take a lot of good points out of yeah. the journey of your life and ours, but yeah. yours. Yeah, whether yeah. you whether you are Absolutely. going through a hard time with a fucking concussion, or if you broke your fucking leg and you're trying to get back to walking or something. Uh, set you back in life you just gotta you gotta work towards getting back to where you want to be and and yeah just try not to get too down on yourself and uh find a purpose you know like something heavy d once said here's another reason why i like heavy d he said that uh you know he was talking about all the people in the world that like depression is so like prominent right now like prevalent all over the place like so many people are depressed well he was talking like Honestly, like, I think uh, if people just, like, I don't know exactly how he said it, but he said if, if people just did more, they wouldn't be, uh, they, I think less people would be depressed. And that's so true because if you have a purpose and a reason to get up and, and, like, go, you fucking can do it. Like, I don't even have time to be depressed, dude. I fucking am worried about, I'm not worried, but I am worried, but I'm, I'm always thinking about what I got to do next. I'm always on to the next, you know, like, I'm always just building. Yeah, if you don't have time to sit there and think yeah. about think about your life or so your life or your issues, you know you gotta yeah worry sit there about and dwell things. on them. You yeah. know, so yeah, I don't absolutely. Know. It's tough to convince people that you know right. And I mean, obviously, I'm not a fucking therapist or a mental health expert, but I think that it would help. For you know, I think working out is a big thing. That's why I love it so much. It is interesting though, but because you, you've been in a position where you actually can say something. Yeah. Yeah. I can. Yeah, you are right on that. But I don't know. Everyone's different. Yeah. I don't really try to give advice unless people ask for it. So many people fucking always try to give me advice back in the day, like with YouTube. Fucking, you know, I just like, yeah, maybe. So, yeah, I don't. (laughs) If someone's like trying to do something, like I don't go and tell them what to do. Unless they ask me. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Oh, <laughs> dude, this was probably one of my favorite episodes. I think we uncovered a lot. Mm-hmm. I found it interesting because 
as you stated, like you don't, you don't talk about that stage of your life ever. You know, none of us bring it up ever because it was such a low point. So it was, um, you know, it gave us some clarity and it gave the listener a lot of, oh. a lot of clarity yeah. too, as to like, you know, the things that built you mm-hmm. makes it a little more under uh, you a little bit more understandable. Yeah. Well, I'm glad, glad we got it off. I could keep going. I got so much shit. We'll hold it for another podcast. Yeah. For those of you that are still watching, we appreciate you. If you have not subscribed, subscribe. We're so close to 100K. Let's just get to yeah, 100K. No and, yeah. and um, yeah, I mean, we've been talking amongst the group, like, where How, we want to take this where, podcast. Yeah, so, like, obviously, we can sit down and, and um, talk just amongst the group, but it's, like... How many times can you do that where it's, you know, telling new stories and, and like, kind of getting into different things? Um, obviously, we have, like, so many stories, but we want to continue to maybe bring on guests. So, it's, like, looking yeah. at, it's looking at, like, well, we're kind of in the middle of nowhere. How do we get guests but on the podcast without, we like, We can Zoom? start doing that. We can. Mm-hmm. And, I think we should, yeah. Yeah, and also, we're going to Florida for Cletus's Les Mullets race uh, in November. I'm going to... I, well, we're, we're going to bring down all the podcast equipment and obviously I bet you Haley will hop on for sure. Um, but maybe we'll be able to get like Cletus or yeah. some, some of those guys, if we could get them on, that'd be amazing. Obviously they're really big guys and I don't, I understand if they don't want to, but yeah. go spam their, their shit. It'd be like, yo, you guys need to hop on, uh, who, who, uh, on the life wide open podcast or just say Sea boys TV's podcast. It'd be sick to get Haley Deegan, whistling diesel, oh, be heavy D. Jeez. Westland Champlin, <laughs> right? I, I love bet you Westland. Yeah. yeah, that guy's the best. Yeah. Uh, go spam fucking all those guys. <laughs> say go on Sea Boys TV's podcast because then they'll start like noticing it in the comments if they keep seeing like prevalent ones. I'll be like, huh, what the? F-? Maybe I will then. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah it'll yeah. be cool That'd meeting be awesome. all those guys. Yeah, it will. We really shout out, shout out Haley. Haley's yeah. one that invited us yeah, to be our co driver. We haven't decided who's going to be the co driver. Oh, we got to figure that out. Race and figure it out. Figure that out. So we're going to do a little race between all of us, and whoever wins gets to race this. Second, the, or the first leg with Haley, we'll, yeah. which that'll be fun. Yeah, and we're also going to SEMA. Yes, we're, uh, yeah, we're all doing that. That's so that'll be, be fun. fucking lit. Yeah, we're going with that, Mark and Tint. Like in a couple, couple weeks, beginning of November. We're yeah, gonna, Mark was just telling us that we got a uh, VIP booth at some Steve Aoki? some club. <laughs> Dude, we hey, hold up. <laughs> Are you paying for it, Mark? <laughs> Let's go! Amazing. Uh, on that note, yeah. On that note, Ryan and I are going to a Vikings game. Woo! Hell yeah! See ya. Thanks, guys. Have fun watching Peace. Blues. <laughs>